Word on Fire is brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Chicago area since 1837. This is Cardinal Francis George, and I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Father Barron will challenge us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of Love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents The Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, as this liturgical year comes to a close, the Church has been inviting us to read from the extraordinary letter to the Hebrews. In fact, this week we're reading our sixth of seven passages. This letter, you know, isn't really a letter. It's more of a treatise. It was written probably somewhere toward the end of the first century, and most likely not by St. Paul himself, though by someone influenced by Paul. It's one of the most thorough and penetrating presentations of the meaning of Jesus anywhere in the New Testament. Its language is often puzzling to us, and we read especially a snippet from it, and we find it especially difficult to understand. But it rewards a careful and repeated study. What I'll do in this homily is talk about one of the major themes of the letter to the Hebrews, and that is the priesthood of Jesus Christ. Go back to the very beginning of the letter. Chapter 1, the opening verses. We find a hymn of praise to the distinctiveness and the divinity of Jesus. One of the strongest statements of Jesus' divinity anywhere in the New Testament is found right here. The author says, God has spoken to his people in many and varied ways through the prophets. He's speaking here as a good Jew. God has spoken through Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, through Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and all the rest. But now, in Jesus, a whole new level of communication has been reached. Why? Because he's not just a prophet. Not just one more in a long line of spokespersons. Listen how he puts it. Long ago... God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways through the prophets. But in these last days, He's spoken to us by a Son. It makes all the difference. Jesus is qualitatively different than any of the other spokespersons. If you say, as far too many theologians of the last several years have said, that Jesus is just another in a long line of prophets, you haven't said enough. Listen now as the author of Hebrews goes on. This Son, whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom He also created the worlds. Could you be any clearer? Christ is the end of all things. He's also the beginning of all things. He's the power through which God the Father has made the universe. If you say as far too many theologians in the past several years have said, that he's only one great human being among many. You haven't said enough. 
Just in case you missed the point, listen as the author of Hebrews goes on. He's the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being. And he sustains all things by his powerful word. We are very much here in the same thought universe as the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Here we find the exact imprint of the Father's very being. St. John said, Through this Word all things were made. This author says, He sustains all things by this powerful Word. If you're tempted to say, he's an angel in human form, you're corrected. Listen, for to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I've begotten you. Jesus is qualitatively different, yes, even than the angels. What we find here in the first chapter of the letter to the Hebrews is an extraordinarily high Christology. Emphasizing the divinity of Jesus in an uncompromising way. But now watch. As you come to chapter 2 of the letter, you have an equally impressive emphasis on the real humanity of the Lord. We hear that this same Christ, this same exact imprint of the Father's being, was made for a time less than the angels. Why? That he might taste death for everyone. He's divine? Yes. You couldn't say it more clearly. And he's human, even to the point of sharing our condition to the point of death. Listen as he goes on. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in bringing many children to glory, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through His sufferings. Perfect through His sufferings. Christ Jesus is the captain of our salvation. He's our leader because He has shared in all of our suffering. Physical, yes, Psychological, yes. Spiritual, yes. And this is why Jesus can call his fellow human beings brothers and sisters. Listen again as the author of Hebrews goes on. He did not come to help angels, but the descendants of Abraham. Therefore, he had to become like his brothers and sisters in every respect. He himself was tested by what he suffered. You see what's going on here? This is the very texture of orthodoxy. Having affirmed as brilliantly, as completely as St. John, the divinity of the Lord, now the author is affirming with equal vehemence and equal brilliance of expression the humanity of the Lord. He's become like us in every respect. Think of that. In all your particularity, with all your struggles and temptations and difficulties, Christ is like you. Oh, Christ, He's, he's like an angel. No, no. 
says this author, No, like you in every respect, even to the point of being tested by what he suffered. You ever experienced that when you're going through suffering? Not just a physical hardship, it's a spiritual test, a test of your soul. He experienced that too. What's our conclusion? He's God and he's human at the same time and without competition. He is the exact imprint of the Father's being and he's tested like us in all things through suffering. And what does this make him? Now here, Christians, we come to the very heart of the argument of this letter. It makes him, and I'm quoting, a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, making a sacrifice of atonement for the sins of the people. Ah, this is it now. The letter to the Hebrews is written about priesthood. More precisely, the priesthood of Jesus Christ. Who was a priest in the Old Testament? He was a mediator who performed a sacrifice of atonement, of thanksgiving, of communion, the purpose of which was always the same, to effect union with God. A priest is a kind of bridge builder, a mediator, a pontifex, someone who connects heaven and earth. This instinct, you know, for sacrifice and priesthood, you can find it all over the religious world, not just in the Old Testament. John Henry Newman said, almost all religions have some form of priesthood because all people want communion with God. They want someone to build a bridge between them and the divine. The entire system of Jewish religion was predicated upon priesthood and sacrifice. People came to the temple in Jerusalem and they'd bring a lamb or they'd bring a bird or a dove for sacrifice. They brought it to the priest who would then bring it into the precincts of the temple and there would offer it. But you know what? In the midst of this system, there was always a nagging sense that it wasn't enough. That even as the sacrifice was made, somehow God was not fully present or we were not fully obedient. Despite the priesthood, despite the sacrifice of the temple, we were still alienated from God. But then came Jesus. Who is he? As this author has been insisting, he is truly divine, truly human, yes, in his very person. And therefore, he is the high priest. Do you see now what it means? He is, not just because of what he does, but because of who he is. He is the bridge between divinity and humanity. He is the marriage. He is the reconciliation. He is the friendship that we've always wanted with God. Now, against this very rich background, listen to our reading for today. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one. 
but he entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. That's it. That's the whole point of this letter. The priest in the temple here below enters into a kind of copy of the true temple in heaven. He performs a sacrifice, yes indeed, but there's always that sense that it's not enough, it's not perfect, because his sins are always on him, because God is not utterly propitiated. But now in Jesus, himself divine and human, the perfect sacrifice is made. The reconciliation happens in him. That's why he himself is the new temple. Remember that wonderful line now from all the Gospels. Jesus in Jerusalem turns over the tables in the temple, then he says this breathtaking thing, this extraordinary thing, I will tear down this temple and in three days rebuild it. What he means is the old sacrificial system is now obsolete because the new temple has arrived, which is his own person. I will raise it up in three days. That means his resurrected body. And where is this body on display? In the church. The church is now the place where divinity and humanity are reconciled. And Christians, this is exactly what we do every Sunday at Mass, is we commune with Jesus, true God, true man, and thereby we find the communion that we've always longed for. He is the great high priest. He is the bridge builder. And there's no news better than that. And God bless you. I hope that you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that, together, we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George. God bless you. Most interment arrangements at the 42 Archdiocese of Chicago cemeteries are made through a pre-need plan. Your thoughtful planning today is economically prudent and contributes to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Catholic Cemeteries counselors are available at your convenience. For more information, call 708-449-6100. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.